I'm Stephen John Drew from the official GunnaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this uh, slightly late installment of the live broadcast of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Sunday, February 13th, 2022. If we continue the long-time running gag on this show, it is Superb Owl Day, so I hope you all get to meet the Superb Owl. And I do apologize for the lateness of this. Blame Windows updates for really effing up my computer. This is his egg. I'm glad someone got the reference that I was going for there. <laughs> I am Chris. Uh, joining me today, I'm joined by the usual band of misfits. We'll start first with Mr. Anthony Bachman. Welcome to All Technical Difficulties Daily. We are here for all your superb owl needs. And next up, <laughs> Willie D. Nelson. Let's take this moment to rem- have a remembrance uh, for our dearly departed. Dick's out for Harambe still and strong. <laughs> <laughs> yes let's have a good day wow. name. Wow. my dick is firmly out please don't let that camera fall don't all stand during today's up. broadcast don't you dare stand up oh I'm already standing ah oh, gross so gross you got a popsicle I'm, stick I'm looking at you beautiful faces <laughs> what am I supposed to do here Got it, got it taped to a tongue depressor. Willie made a, a splint out of two popsicle sticks and medical tape. No, 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 no. You see, I hid some Viagra and some vanilla ice cream, and <laughs> that goes the easiest way to I make just, it go down. Su- just surprised yourself with it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Willie roofied himself. It's not a roofie. It's not a roofie if you're just giving yourself Viagra, I don't think, but you are drugging yourself. Because oh, the Viagra is the only pill he hid in his ice cream? Well, that, that's a second question uh-huh. for willie i'm awake aren't i hand, he's just in there tossing a handful of pills into his ice cream yeah just because just because you're up and functioning doesn't mean you're awake i carried on many conversations blackout drunk this is willie's version of the mcflurry hours. is what you're saying he just tosses yeah. his pills he in just tosses a handful up. of pills into some vanilla <laughs> ice cream i just get that quote from fucking grandma's boy i don't know what the fuck you are but you're going in there too Sir, this is a vitamin D pill and a Viagra. We can't do that. <laughs> this is a Wendy's, not a McDonald's. Vitamin D is the Viagra pill. No, you gotta go vitamin to Burger King. So you can have it. You gotta go to Burger King. So you can have it your way. Exactly. Like, put that shit in my shake. <laughs> but none of them Here's really some pills. Put it in. You could really only get that at Dairy Queen or McDonald's though, because they're really the only one that makes that kind of stirring the candy into the ice cream. Yeah. No, 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 or Sonic. No. Ice cream machine is broken. Go to another McDonald's. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Unless it's Shamrock uh, Shake season, then magically they start working again because everyone wants a Shamrock Shake. Those machines are. Do just they? Good. Yeah, Shamrock Shakes are amazing, Willie. We're almost in Shamrock Sam Shamrock Shake. Yeah, you can't season. say that. God, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> Shamrock Shake season. Shamrock Shake season. You have a weird thing for what you want to twist your tongue. Let's see, Sally sells Shamrock Shakes on the seashore. <laughs> <laughs> Will you okay there? Are you wishing you had more of that vanilla ice cream? If you really want a real tongue twister, have you guys heard of the game Rocket League? Yes. Yeah. So 
I have did played you know, it. Did you know there was a game that was that predated it? Not predated. Was a precursor to it. I don't know if it came out on the 360. All I know it came out on the PS3 because I had it for the PS3, and it was not called anything like Rocket League. It had a much longer, complicated name, and somehow called Super I picked Soccer up, Shit Zero. Somehow I picked up how to say it instantly. Never had a problem with it, but it is a tongue twister. The title is Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cars. Yeah, that's a bit much. Well done. Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cars. Would you, could you, ain't you gonna, if I asked you, would you want to be my baby tonight? Moving on. <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Try to say supersonic, but acrobatic rock powered battle cars. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Fair enough, but that was the game that they made before Rocket League. That It was Rocket League. It was pretty much Rocket League on the PS3. So, since we're all here, I, I've been having this question since I watched that last episode of Book of Boba Fett. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I guess to we're on the, the finale, spoilers, correct? Yeah. Okay. To lighten so the spoilers, spoilers for the finale, if you haven't seen, he he said to him, "You're still a killer." Who was saying Boba Fett's not a killer? Who the fuck was saying? He, of course, he still is a killer. He killed a bunch of people in this entire show. Who the fuck is saying he's not a killer? I think the the way it was worded, but not enough to convey it, is that. He'll never be able to go legit. Was more what Cad Bane was meaning. Yeah. He's trying to be a mob boss. What is legit? But okay, but that? he's trying to be a mob boss. But he's trying to be like a mob boss, and for lack of a better term, for the people here, where he's trying to do right by the people of Mos Espa, yeah. not necessarily like Jabba was. That was, hey, I'm a mob boss that's going to better and enrich myself above all else. Yeah, but he's yeah. not above killing people for this means. Correct. Yeah, so I, it's just like, come on, no one's saying he's not a killer. No, she's gonna kill you. Duh. It's one of those things where, like, it, the show, especially with the Cad Bane stuff, it was a much better payoff if you watched all the seasons of Clone Wars and Rebels. It's one of those characters. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, when you think about it, What's I mean, huge, Cad, Cad Bane. Bane. Like, huge spoilers. Like, you know, he gets shot and supposedly killed in this. And so he only makes it in for the seventh episode of Boba and then dies in the eighth. Like... Well, that's kind he's of in the fifth and died in the seventh, I think, is what it was. Or was that what it was? But yeah, so he's in two episodes. Like, what the fuck? But it also, you know, it's 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 Dave Filoni getting to play with his toys because it's a character he created. So if he says, "Hey, Cad Bane dies in Book of Boba Fett," then Cad Bane dies in Book of Boba Fett. But yeah, it seems kind of like just lackluster. But if they can shoot Cobb Vanth and leave him dead in the dirt and somehow be able to put him in yeah. a back to tank, I'm pretty sure you could do the same with Cad Bane. Yeah, I think uh, people oh. were talking about the fact that like his little uh, the little red light on his chest was still blinking, like you know, like if it was like life support or something, like if he was still partially alive. Because who knows what all this little these little tech pieces we see all over people all the time in Star he Wars? We don't know what say, none of them do. He did say the bath tank is being used, and I thought they meant for the uh, uh, the Wookiee. I forget his name. No. I don't. I never watched any of the. Did no, you Black see the post credit scene? Yeah, there was a post credit scene post-credit that shows scene. who's in the back to tank. Oh, no, I didn't see that. So the post credit scene shows like that uh that splicer guy that was able to add cybernetics to folks to save people's yeah, life. Yeah, the cyber doc. Over the back to tank that has Cobb Vanth in it. Oh, yeah. okay. Timothy Oliphant's character. Timothy Oliphantastic is not dead. He is still fantastic. He was the better hitman. <laughs> I think he's <laughs> that delightful. is a, that is a low bar. It's true too. No, what he, he is 
what he is is Mickey, the freaky Tarantino film student. But if he's a suspect, then so am I. I was going also going to go with like he was uh, it was all right in the uh, what was the name of that movie? God, I'm getting all the diehards confused now. A oh, good day to die hard. No, that's the one with the son. Which he is a uh, live one? free or die hard. Live free or die hard. Yep, that's it. Yeah, we're getting s- fucking confused. superhero Bruce Willis runs across the the wings of a fucking jet. Yeah, Old at man, that dickhead po- Bruce Willis. Yeah, we know. Yeah, at that point, John McClane is you know reaching towards Fast and the Furious levels. He's no longer just a you know a schlubby cop like he was in the first two, couple of movies. Yeah, and that one is kind of insane. That's the one with Kevin Smith too. Yeah, it's a borrow a line from uh, somewhere. I can't think of where I got it from. But yeah, look at Bruce Willis's just normal sitting face. Look at this. This is a face of fun, isn't it? This face just <laughs> screams fun. I thought it screamed action. It's, it looks like screaming fucking going and taking a nap. He's a cranky old man is what you're saying? What he looks like. I mean, yeah, yeah there's still some good movies, but I mean... You don't look like a fun person to be around. That's fair. No. I mean, I do. You know who would be a fun person to be around, Willie? I just said me. I was going to say Steve-O. Oh! Or Johnny Knoxville. You're not wrong. Oh, yeah, Johnny Knoxville seems like a barrel of laughs. Johnny Knoxville... Okay, so this is getting into what I'm into, but because Jackass Forever is out, I want to go see it. And oh, if it's the, out? If the pandemic numbers keep going down, I think my wife and I are going to go see it next weekend. But I've been watching a bunch of the old Jackass movies because they're all on Paramount, the nice. Paramount Plus oh. app. So I've been watching a bunch of those, and they still make me laugh my ass off, even though I know what's coming. And there's something about Knoxville's laughter that's just infectious to me. Like when the dude is legitimately laughing because he's tickled about something, you can't help but laugh too. And what's even better now is he's not laughing because he's drunk or high. Yeah, not since Jackass Jackass Three. I think most of them were sober for. Yeah, to help Steve. Yeah, I'd love to see it because, I mean, yeah, those guys, like, they've put themselves through some serious shit. And, like, a lot of it was drug use. And so, yeah, the fact that, like, Johnny Knoxville is still like, oh, no, I'm clean and sober, and I'm still going to run into a bull cage because I'm an idiot. Johnny Knoxville's (laughs) got to have CTE is all I can think, though. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He has the brain of a 112-year-old right now. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's why he puts all the makeup so he feels as old as he is. (laughs) Irving Zisman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm still going to say, yeah, Jackass 3D is the best use of 3D in any movie I've ever fucking seen. And here's where it was interesting. Like, I think it was Roger Mm. Ebert was still alive when Jackass 3D came out and he gave it a thumbs up in part because of the way they did 3D. It was, they did stunts Mm. and gags that were designed to look really neat in 3D. And I mean, granted, some of it's dildos flying off the screen into your face, but others of it's like wrecking balls coming out into your face and explosions in the background that then come towards you. So like they actually designed gags that would work really well with 3D cameras and then presenting in 3D, which we've kind of lost now because when's the last time you saw a TV or a Blu-ray player that came with 3D capabilities? Anymore? Yeah, the 3D. The buzz is over. Down. My PS4. I don't, I don't know. I, I would still say that... Uh... Jackass 3D falls in a second place under Dread because you can't spell Dread without 3D. And Dread in 3D in the movie theater was fucking awesome. I have seen it. I've seen both in 3D. Jackass 3D wins it, even though the model train scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that scene like, was is awesome. that 
is that, that what was, I, oh that's yeah. something coming out of that that, yeah. that scene was disgusting i let's not but talk about or think about that the best part of the 3d was the finale when they're all standing in a yes. room knowing something yeah there were so many depths of field yeah throughout the finale everything. was fantastic like that was like I was like oh 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 okay this is what we're doing okay I like for, this from a technical standpoint the stuff they did in Jackass 3D was really cool whether you like Jackass gags and things like that seeing it in 3D you got to see some cool stuff that no one else was doing because most people were just doing their regular filming and then doing post conversion after the fact whereas they designed gags that were predicated on. Yeah. We want this to look really effing cool to someone who's watching the movie as it seems they've got things flying into them. Like, I'm sure there was, I don't remember, but I'm sure they put Pontius', Pontius penis right in our face a couple times. More than likely. Wasn't the helicopter pull on it. this one? Or was that in Jackass 2? I don't it's remember It's hard to that remember, one. yeah. It all runs together, especially with the other seven seasons of Jackass that I watched too. So, like, it all kind of runs together. Plus, there's also the Jackass 2.5 and, and 3.5 and movies they put out with them mm-hmm. after the fact. There's a lot of Jackass content out there, and <laughs> almost all of it's on Paramount+. Plus. So, I watched a bunch of that just because it was kind of a shitty week, and watching the Jackass guys do stupid things makes me laugh. Although, I will say I think I enjoy the third one the most even though it may not have the best gags because so many of them are clean and have gotten their shit together on that one. I mean, seriously, high five. I, I, yeah, I think I we've, that. the high five is great. I think the we've talked about it on awesome. this show before, but yeah, um, I'm pretty sure we all expected Steve-O would be dead by now based off of how he was in Jackass two and earlier. And the dude yeah. got his shit together is perfectly clean, has gone basically vegan and wants to open an animal sanctuary with his wife. And has done, like his version of stand-up comedy, which is like the McFoley stand-up comedy, where you just go and tell stories because this fucking guy has a bunch of fucking stories, like crazy shit. Yeah, he, he also to does some gags life. too. I mean, this is the guy that went and got a vasectomy and then got hit in the nuts on purpose to see what would happen. Yeah, yeah, he's he's enough. Yeah, I mean, because if I remember correctly, of like the original of all the people that have been involved in Jackass, only one has died, and you know there was a tragic accident that Dunn. sucks. But yeah, the the one person that if anybody was gonna pick someone that was gonna die from the cast of Jackass, I think Steve would have topped the list of anybody. Like if you if you had asked anybody watching the first couple seasons of that show, which of these crazy motherfuckers is gonna end up killing himself? Well, I'm thinking Steve might have been the top of the list. I mean, getting themselves killed. Let's put it that yeah, way. Or, not yeah, not like Preston's weight issues. I mean. I don't know. I I, I would have put Steve-O's drug use way higher on the list than Preston's yeah, weight issues. If you go, <laughs> so if you don't know, Steve-O has a YouTube channel where he tells that a bunch of stories. All the drugs. Tells a bunch of stories of things he did when he was younger, when he was drugged out of his mind. And he goes through like all the drugs he would take in a given day. And you're like, how the shit is this guy alive? And he goes, yeah. I don't know how I'm alive. And he goes, and I've gotten checked by my doctors and stuff like that. And they go, doesn't seem like you did much damage to yourself. You know, other than like the head trauma, probably from jackass. Yeah, scar, scar tissue. And third degree burns. <laughs> clown college. Oh, yeah. When he set himself on fire. Yeah. Ugh. Don't forget the clown college. It's true, too. Yeah. yeah. The fact that Steve-O... I, I felt bad for him, though, because he didn't get to go to the premiere of Jackass Forever because he tested positive for COVID. Oh God! So I he then took he, he asked who gave it to him. He then took his uh, private tour bus down to like a drive-in movie theater showing, and was standing on the roof of his bus, parked away from everyone. I, I watched it on his YouTube channel, and it was nice. like watching the video with people and talking to them, which was kind of cool. But it means he also missed out on the Royal Rumble where the Jackass. Uh, 
I mean, the Jackass yeah. guy showed up at the Rumble. Johnny Knoxville was in the Rumble. I would be happier if Johnny Rumble Knoxville Royal won the Rumble. Rumble than fucking slab of meat Brock Lesnar. Uh, so here's the thing. And I don't watch much WWE, but I did watch the Rumble because it's the Rumble. I'm going to watch it. And I have Peacock, so I get it as part of that. The Rumble was always my favorite WWF pay-per-view as a kid. And the Rumble, I, I was always partial to a Survivor Series That's fair. when they would do the the four-on-four tag teams. But yeah, the Rumble was always great because and it was always about setting records. Aside from their mega stars, the biggest pop going into the ring was Johnny Knoxville when he came out to the Jackass music. Nice. Did he actually run in the ring and get knocked out? Yeah, he actually eliminated a couple of people too, if I remember right, before he what? was eliminated. They let Knoxville get some eliminations? Yeah. Awesome. Who actually tossed him out of the ring? Do you remember? Sami Zayn, I believe, tossed him out. Sami Zayn got him? Nice. But it was it was cool. I mean, that was always the fun of the Rumble, though, growing up, was who's the random people that are going to show up in the Rumble? We had Pete Rose at one point in time. We had Drew Carey at another point in time. Hey, was Pete always, Rose? Pete yeah, Rose was in the Royal Rumble. They would do random weird celebrities. fucking scammer yeah. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was Why? in the Royal Rumble. Because the Royal Rumble is 30 men get put into the ring, and you can take the time to do weird gags and weird guest yeah. appearances and, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, because it's just last person standing. No, is, but why that to remember. guy? Is this before or after the This was in the game? early 90s, I guess. Or yeah, mid-90s. I think it was right when they were pushing him for the Hall of Fame. Ha! And he was really in, like, the, the zeitgeist. I'm trying to remember, though, who is... I'm trying to remember uh, who still holds the Iron Man. Is it Rey Mysterio or was it Shawn Michaels? I think it's Shawn Michaels, but I don't know that for a fact. Because I know Rey was the first guy, I believe, to go over an hour and a half and be in the Rumble. And, like, it's like still that. not been eliminated, which was... I remember the first time they did that with Brain. It was amazing because, like, they just kept they figured out every way that you could throw a little dude out of the ring and have him catch the ropes or the ring post or something and swing his ass back in that ring. And he did it like twelve times. And like every one of us, like, man, if Ray's glove slips a little bit, he's gonna land in the front row of the audience because, yeah. like, it was, it was like Big Show chucking him out of the ring, and like he'd grab the ring post and swing back in. It's like. Dear God, if he misses, it's going to hurt. <laughs> so, Willie, you were mentioning celebrities. Like, I just pulled a list. Here's It's off the Sportster, but it's like eight random celebrities to appear in the Royal Rumble. First was a Johnny Knoxville on the list. Drew Carey yeah, in the 2001. Carey. Yeah, uh, he's come out smiling and just went out like, uh, like, like, why were you even here? In WrestleMania <laughs> 35, Michael Che and Colin Jost were both in the uh, Andre the Giant Rumble that they Who? do. Hosts of Weekend Update on SNL. On SNL. Okay, and uh, who yeah. watches SNL anymore? Uh, William Lots the Refrigerator people. Perry at WrestleMania 2. Oh, that's oh, right. I yeah, he eliminated a bunch of motherfuckers. Probably. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Once again, same thing. David Arquette was... Yeah, why? Hey, he was in WCW. That doesn't yeah, make that any sense. He was a WCW heavyweight champion of the world. He's still wrestling, too. David Arquette? Yeah, on the indies. Oh, yes, oh. yes. Shawn Michaels is the first oh. entrant at number one to win the Rumble at Rumble 8 in 95. I think Benoit wanted it too or something like that, but we don't talk about Chris Benoit anymore. Wait, yeah, well, we talk about Rumble Benoit. 17. He was No, Benoit was number one. He was, was entered he? number one. Yeah. Willie, do you legitimately not know? or What does the smile tell you? He's okay. smiling. Okay. He fucking knows. I know. It's so, yeah, Rey Mysterio went in at two and then won two years later. I still think how WWE is doing that how they're right. handling get it the is f terrible. out just yeah. we don't talk about it it doesn't exist like that's not how you handle this yeah that's not it. how you face a problem 
the problem well, that's of CTE doing that's you know damaging wrestlers. Like, yeah, it should be addressed. Yeah, I mean, part of the problem is it's tough. It's the whole separating the artist from the art thing. And I know not a lot of people can do that. And I've talked about before yeah. how, for instance, I can't do it with Kevin Spacey. So like I never finished uh what's the name of that political show? House, that he of, would, cards. House, House, House of, of Cards. House of Cards. I don't yeah. know that watching a bunch of Benoit content, I could separate the art from the artist. Yes, I know he was troubled and had mental issues on top of multiple concussions. Concussions caused by what, Chris? Chair shots, unprotected chair shots. Unprotected yeah, uh, chair uh, shots uh, and uh, the where, flying where, headbutt. What, what production yeah. What production did he get these on? Uh, ECW, WCW, WWF, mm-hmm, anywhere mm-hmm, he wrestled, mm-hmm. basically. I'm so not all these yeah. wrestlers should have insurance through the company itself, right, to protect them, right? Well, they would if they were employees, but since they're not. They're yeah, all independent contractors. Yeah, and they yeah can, it's almost like they're dipshits, right? And they can also choose yeah. to not release not an independent the contractor corporate. from their contract when they ask for their release and prevent them from working anywhere, like they're doing to Mustafa Ali, who said, I'll yeah. see you guys in a year and a half, because that's Which how much is, he's got left uh, in his contract, and they won't let him out. Yeah, the way, the way Titan Sports runs the WWE backside business is such bullshit. This is not I, to get us into an AEW WWE war, but they are done yeah. differently. But there's a reason a whole lot of people want to go to AEW, and a lot of it is just health insurance. They they want to know that hey, if I get injured at work, the company I work for is going to take care of well, me. Well, they can still work the Indies <laughs> in AEW too. So a lot of these folks yeah. are getting a full time contract, but still doing shows on the side. And uh, Vince McMahon, if you want to come after me, you could suck my limp dick. I don't give a fuck about you. What can you do, you old man? Got no chance. Have really. you seen that old man? Yeah, no chance. Oh, no chance at all. He would beat the no fuck out of you. No chance in hell. He would roid rage all over your forehead. Listen, I know exactly what to do here. Look at him. He's an old lesh lesh of a person. What do you think? Uh, Jerry the King Lawyer gets his ideas. Vince man, yeah, be more horny. Be more horny. And he says, "All right, be more horny. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Puppies." I think ah! that's just. Also, yeah, it's all Vince McMahon, so I gotta show him a pair of tits. He's distracted. Nutshot. Well, that that actually might work. (laughs) Uh, The whole world I just built. (laughs) A world of pain, suffering. Hey, why don't we get into the news since we're uh, running behind schedule? Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. Welcome to the News of the Week. It's that part of the show where we run down what's in our minds, some of the most interesting geeky and or nerdy news to have popped up here in the last week or so, and share it with you guys who are watching live. I will go first with my story because we can do it relatively quickly, because I think Willie's looking at the notes. Yours could take a little bit longer because it's a lot of content potentially in it. So, uh, hey, good news, everyone. You guys thought Futurama was dead and gone. Evidently it's not, and it came out of nowhere. It was announced this week, I believe the Hollywood Reporter broke the news, that nearly 10 years after it wrapped its last run, Futurama has been revived for a 20-episode run on Hulu. This will be the third platform for the animated comedy. Remember, they aired their first five seasons on Fox before being revived for three more on Comedy Central. They are slated for a 2023 premiere. Following an extended deal-making period, they have said Billy West, Katie Seagal, and multiple other voice actors such as Tress McNeely, Maurice LaMarche, Lauren Tom, Phil Lamar, and David Herman will return. At this time, John DiMaggio has there not signed a deal to come back. There's, what the flump? There's various reports back and forth. 
and there was I think even Mark Hamill chimed in and said, "Look, I'm not going to replace his voice. I don't know who was floating Mark Hamill's name at it, but he goes, I certainly wouldn't replace John DiMaggio as Bender. So my my assumption see. is it comes down to money and the fact that John DiMaggio is one of the most prolific voice actors of this generation and mm-hmm. deserves to be paid. And I'm guessing that the pay is not quite what he thinks it should be. And they'll probably work it out because you can't really do Futurama without Bender. And you don't want to have the fan reaction of, oh, you recast Bender? F you guys. Well, and oh, especially when you're bringing a show back. for It's been canceled, what, four three times? times? Four three times? times? So this is the fourth resurrection of a show and you're not going to bring back one of the most popular characters because you don't want to pay one voice actor? Like, are you fucking crazy? So like, I th- That's insane. I think one of the best t- takes I saw on this was on Twitter, and I can't remember who said it, but I put it in our Discord server, and it was, Futurama should start their first episode with Bender's sudden silent death, then immediately introduce a Poochie-like replacement. Then the episode ends with Bender walking in and kicking Poochie out. He is, of course, voiced by John DiMaggio, who they secretly signed. Nice. Just play with the Poochie uh, idea. Well- Someone was saying, isn't there like a good version of Bender that's actually a robot made out of a different metal? There's Flexo. Flexo. Was his, that's was what it was. Bender. There was Flexo was the evil twin that had the goatee, like you had the Trek okay, stuff okay. for. But Flexo was actually arguably the good guy, if I remember correctly, when compared yeah, to Bender. Bender is All technically right. the bad yeah. robot. Yeah, I'd heard someone saying like they could just put Flexo in there and have somebody else do the voice. Flexo but also I, voiced by John DiMaggio, though. Yeah, was, uh, but I've seen like five episodes of Futurama. Like it was just never a show that really caught me. So I was like, well, I don't. I wanted to know about that robot because I'm like, if it's the evil version of an evil robot, so it's the good version of him. Future, like, Futurama is funnier than The Simpsons, but not funnier than the, funnier than the Simpsons, but not funnier during the Simpsons during its prime. So anything post season seven Simpsons, Futurama is better than way better than. And I think they were consistently better than the Simpsons have been, but also the Simpsons have been on for what? 30 years at this point or something. Exactly. Yeah. It's the longest running animated show. What of all time. Yeah. I don't think 30s, right. I think I oversold it a little bit, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, I thought they were on like 32 or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, that show's been going forever. So I guess Hulu's play here is they want to bring back Futurama because they have a bunch of original animated series, including an Animaniacs revival, which should be coming soon if it's not out already. A show called Solar Opposites and Crossing Swords. They also have a back catalog of things like Family Guy, Rick and Morty, Bob's Burgers, South Park, and the original Futurama. So they're kind of trying to turn this into, hey, you like those cartoons you'd see on Adult Swim or Late Night on Comedy Central? Come watch them on Hulu. As in, oh, at some point, I i mean, I just actually got all caught up on Rick and Morty season five. I've been finishing up a bunch of other shows. So yeah, Futurama is one I might have to dig into. And I just wanted to check to be sure. Uh, it's been running since 89. The Simpsons will return for apparently the second half of season 33, Jesus. February 27th. It's been running for 33 years. It's crazy. Like, yeah, I mean, I still remember watching it as the little clip show on the end of the Tracy Ullman show because, like, I was watching original Fox stuff in, like, junior high. And, like, I remember, like, how cool that crazy, weird cartoon was at the end of the Tracy Ullman show that ended up being way more popular than the Tracy Ullman show. And then, like, people freaking out because this is the show that knocked the Cosbys out of the number one slot. The Cosby Show was the most popular show on American television until I think I want to say two or three years into The Simpsons, and the the Cosbys won their night on you know the the ratings board every week. 
until The Simpsons. This animated family kicked Bill Cosby's ass and has been running strong for 33 seasons. Like, it's insane. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I kind of stopped watching The Simpsons other than in passing or back catalog stuff quite a few years ago. Like, I'll pull yeah. up Disney Plus and watch some of the old stuff, but... It kind of just stopped in a decade. It kind of just stopped being funny to me. Like I'd watch it and it was mostly because it was forced to have it. And I'm like, yeah, did I, did I laugh? And you can send your hate mail to JS at going That's where all the hate <laughs> mail goes to. But like, and I don't think I'm the only one because other people have expressed that same issue on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, things like that. I just don't think that the Simpsons really speaks to me so much anymore because I don't really feel like the formula has evolved. In fact, I think it might have devolved a little bit because Homer in the beginning was like the family guy who tried hard. That was kind of a numbskull. Now he's just an idiot that goes around and does whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah, It's, it's, it's kind of weird. Yeah. The, the mean, heart cause... of Homer is kind of gone so that they can use him to do just about whatever they want. He's become very Peter Griffiny for lack of a better term. Fair enough. That's fine. And I'm kind of the same way with uh, Family Guy at this point in time. Like, I'll occasionally turn it on, but most of the new ones I don't really pay much attention to. Like, my new animated stuff that I have to watch is, like, South Park, which South Park this week was gold. Hilarious. South, South Yeah, it's the second episode of this season. Is that streaming anywhere? I think it's on Hulu, but I'm not sure. I know all the old stuff is on HBO Max, but I'm not sure about the new seasons. I think the new ones were on there, but I don't remember. Yeah, this week we find out that... uh. Tolkien is named after J.R.R. Tolkien, so his name is not Token Black; it's Tolkien Black, and we people have been Tolkien Black, and people didn't realize that. And their commitment to the gag has gone as far as updating the Wikipedia's, updating the uh, the Android games, <laughs> nice. the card games, and stuff they've put out for Android and iOS. All had patches that came out to update Token's name to Tolkien. That's hilarious. Yes, I don't know if they put patches out for Stick of Truth, and um, but he's not related to him. He's just. Named after he's named after him because his father loved the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So he named his son Tolkien Black. I don't know. I still think the greatest Tolkien joke ever was I don't know who the comedian was, but they realized that the two white guys in Black Panther were both from the Lord of the Rings movies. Like, wait, so they have two Tolkien white guys? Yeah. (laughs) Like that was still like the best Tolkien joke I think I've ever heard. It's like, how is it the only only two white actors in that movie are both from Lord of the Rings. Like that shit was hilarious. Yeah. So South Park's back. If you guys haven't had a chance to watch it, it it's pretty good. And it, but if you don't like the Taggarty stuff, be aware. I think there's some more Taggarty stuff coming based off yeah, the setup. Fuck of this doesn't week. like the Taggarty stuff. You speak up now. Uh, I, I don't know if I like it or not because I haven't got to those episodes. That's because you. That's don't another have... show I started again. That was on... Like years ago, it's what? like six years old. Yeah. The integrity gag, yeah. but and I wasn't watching South Park then. That's because I was watching South Park in high school when it first came out and thought it was hilarious. And I left for the Navy. I I was you know away from cable for six years. That's because you don't have integrity. I've never had not. cable. Integrity <laughs> weed. Well, it was hard to pirate shows when I was on a boat out in the middle of the ocean. It's hard to pirate when you're out at sea, huh? Yar! Apparently you don't pirate no. when you're out at sea. We were pirating other things. Oh, my whole world's breaking down He was pirating the booty while he was at sea. We were sea. pirating other things. We just weren't pirating TV shows. Oh, uh, what fake pirates. Yeah, so go watch South Park if you haven't had a chance. And it kind of fits in with going back to Futurama because it's part of the animated slate of shows that Hulu has on their service. So if you like the adult swim kind of shows and the adult oriented animation, Hulu's trying to make themselves be the place to go for it. On a side note, I'm also really bummed that the, uh, the revival of the boondocks got canceled on HBO max. 
Oh, they canceled it? They canceled it. Hmm. Would have been hilarious. I don't know. I, I was just happy because they just dropped all the season five of Rick and Morty, and so I binged that over this week, and damn, that was good. You mean the thing that came out over a year ago? Yeah, but I don't fucking have Comedy Central, and I don't pirate shit, so I have to wait until it shows up on a streaming service somewhere. Cartoon Network. What about Cartoon Network? It's on Cartoon uh, Network, not Comedy yeah, Central. Not, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. whichever. Whichever. South Park's on Comedy Central. Comedy Central, fucking Cartoon Network. What? I, I don't care. I don't have the cables. Throw on Nickelodeon there, too. Why not? I don't have that one either. I also don't no, have TNT throw or BT TBS, in there. Which is why I want Fight TV so I can just have the AEW app and not have to fucking get cable. Well, I mean, you could do Bastard. that. You just have to run a firewall to do it. Yeah, I know. I'm just lazy. I see that. I don't oh, want to do shit. a firewall and a VPN just to fake that I'm in the UK just so I can pay to watch AEW. I don't want to have to watch AEW pay-per-views on the shitty Bleacher Report app, but we are where we are. It's true. It's not the best app. At least it's on the Xbox. It doesn't exist on my Android TV or Apple TV yet, but I can run it on my Xbox. So I have to run a next-gen console for three hours to watch a (laughs) pay-per-view. That's a bit of a waste of horsepower there. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I have to turn on my Xbox. (laughs) Well, I mean, when you consider the power draw the Xbox has compared to a media streamer, it's a bit of a difference. This is true. Here, I will mail you 13 cents. Okay, mail me 13 cents right now. I don't have your address. You got to send me the address first. I will send you my address after the show so you can mail me. Oh, then I'll wait till after the episode to send it to you. You know, if you give him your address, you're getting a bag of dicks, right? You know that. Are they the gummy dicks? Because I'll eat them. No, they won't be gummy. It will just be a bag of dicks. 3D printed dicks. (laughs) I'd take 3D printed dicks. It's not going to be dicks. It's going to be. Oh. Gross. Uh, all right, let, let's move on to our next news story here. Uh, Mr. Bachman, what you got for us? Uh, we got a little casting news. Uh, it's always, I always love it to see when uh, an actor ups their geek cred again. And not like Ray Stevenson doesn't already have a fucking bucket of geek cred. He was the bloodiest Punisher ever. He was Vorstag, the big man in all the Thor films. Um, he voiced uh, some characters on the Clone Wars and Rebels. Great fucking actor. Uh, I guess he just had a turn as a character in Vikings, which I haven't. I've watched like most of the first season, but I haven't seen his character in it. But uh, it's been announced on a slash film that Star Wars series Ahsoka cast Ray Stevenson as mystery villain, and then in parentheses they put and it isn't Thrawn, which kind of makes sense because he didn't voice Thrawn, I don't believe, on the show. But yeah, he, he did. did uh, yeah, he voiced. Um, it was a Mickelson brother. It wasn't it was a, Mads, I don't think, that was uh, thrown. Yeah, it was one it, of the other Mickelsons that yeah. did the voice. But yeah, no, in um, in Rebels and Clone Wars, he was Gar Saxon, which is one of my favorite uh, Mandalorians because I, I had got the pop of it because he's got the black, yellow, and red uh, color scheme, and he's just badass looking. But yeah, it says, uh, let's see. Today brings interesting news for Star Wars fans. The upcoming Ahsoka series has added yet another member to its ever-growing cast, Ray Stevenson from Thorn Vikings. Tapped to play an unspecified villain in the show, which, yeah, marks his return to the galaxy far, far away. He did a voice in Clone Wars and Rebels, which was Gar Saxon. And then, yeah, uh, let's see what else that they have in here. Do, 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 do. Yeah, we got everybody else is coming back and reviewing their roles. It says he's definitely playing a villain, but he's not playing Thrawn, even though we know that Ahsoka mentioned Thrawn because he was name dropped. But, you know, we the odds are he would be playing Gar Saxon because that's the character he's played, and we already have a precedent set. 
where we have, you know, Katie Sackoff played Bo-Katan and then now played the live action Bo-Katan. We had the guy that did the voice of Cad Bane got to do the voice of live action Cad Bane, which, you know, live action was still CGI Cad Bane. Odds are, if you're bringing in Ray Stevenson, he already voiced Gar Saxon in two different Star Wars series. We're going to probably get to see Ray Stevenson in Mando armor kicking ass, which how fucking cool is that going to be? Because that's going to be a big fucking Mandalorian. Ray Stevenson is not a small man. Trying to think of what or see if his IMDb actually has his height listed. Like he's big as shit. Like he's actually one of those guys that I mean, when you see him in the Volstag makeup, yeah, he's six three. Is he's listed as six three on IMDb, and he might be one of those guys that's actually like six three when he's slumping. Like he's he's big. He's a big big boy. So yeah, so just you know, more casting news. More likely, we're getting more and more actors getting to come back and reprise their roles. Which I love the idea that like you did the voice of this cartoon character, never thinking it was going to be live action. And then 10, 15 years later, oh, hey, we're going to bring that character to the live action world. Go and talk to that same actor and be like, hey, would you like to actually play this role in a Star Wars live action movie or a TV show? Like, that's fucking, it's so cool. Yeah, I'd be down for Star Wars. Sure, why not? I'll give it a try. Yeah, and and like I said, you know, it's more Star Wars. I don't spend more than 50% of my time complaining about it. I'm actually a fan of Star Wars. I like the Star Wars stuff. There are little things I don't like, but I like all the shows. I like all the movies. I fucking like Star Wars. I don't. I don't like the sequel trilogy. I'm going to complain about one thing. How come there was an episode of the Book of Boba Fett that had no Boba Fett? Who said that? Was Which one of you motherfuckers said that? Willie, you know what happens in books sometimes? The main character doesn't appear in every chapter. But it's true. Why? I don't know. Uh, but, in a, but if the book's called the book of so, this character. Okay, in all seriousness. Is. Here is what they probably should have done. This probably shouldn't have been named the Book of Boba Fett. It should have been called Star Wars Tales or Star Wars Anthology or something like that so that they could pick up threads from all across the galaxy and kind of be able to tell them in one place. If you would rename this to, say, Star Wars Tales, colon, the Book of Boba Fett, then I think people would be a bit better with the fact that, hey, we had an episode that didn't have Boba Fett in it, which is arguably the best episode of the season. Because this really Uh... did become kind of Mandalorian 2.5. But I don't know, I like the one that Jana found online where someone's like, why is everybody arguing about whether it should be called Mando or Book of Boba Fett? It should just be called Grogu and Friends. It's all just about the little guy. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. He was only in two episodes. Yeah, but that was what everybody was waiting for. Everybody loves the little guy. I had no expectation of him showing up in this show. I was pleasantly surprised when he did, but... (laughs) Pleasantly is the right word, but yeah, surprised. I will say I was happy to have Mando return, although it appears from photos on set that uh pedro pascal was only doing voiceover work this time for din Djarin because of last of us stuff is what everyone's assuming yeah last of us it was already standardly had what three different actors in the mando suit you had one for gunfights one for physical fights and then pedro for talking so So, i think it was uh brandon wayne is the stunt double that is john wayne's grandson was the one that was mando Mm. on uh that we saw in book of Boba Fett because what was it? Uh, Mando, the first episode that had Mando only in it, where he's like flying on the commercial liner and there's that Rodian kid that's waving at him and stuff like that. The kid yeah. who played that Rodian was sharing pictures on Instagram from behind the scenes where nice. she's with Brandon or there with uh, Brandon Wayne with the helmet off in the Mandalorian armor and stuff like that. So it would yeah. appear that Pedro Pascal may have just done voiceover work. And that's probably because of the last of us commitment, which is why, the Mandalorian season three slid to the right some because he was going to be busy doing, doing another TV show. Last of us. (laughs) 
No offense. Wait, is uh, that a TV show or a movie? TV show. What? Oh. TV show. Last of Us. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, it's going to be an HBO show. So, I mean, it's going to be good. But um, no offense to Brandon Wayne, but uh, John Wayne was the worst actor ever, right? We can all agree with that, right? Have you seen the 63 Elvis movies? What? I'm just saying, John Wayne was bad, but Elvis turned out some schlock himself. Oh, no, 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 no. The reason why I'm saying he's the worst <laughs> actor ever is because he never acted. He was just John Wayne and everything. And again, I will say, have you seen the 63 Elvis movies? Oh, no. <laughs> so he was just know, El- Why would I watch any He was Elvis just movies? Elvis in like all but two of them. I think Elvis actually acted in like two movies. Other than that, he Fair was just enough. Elvis Presley in a movie. So Willie, You know what? To put in modern terms what you're talking about, it's the Vin Diesel. Yeah. Vin you Diesel just play is the just same Vin character Diesel. everywhere you go. About family. It's all about family. It's all but, uh, about we are family. <laughs> sorry, I scattered your mind. Fucking there. Vin Diesel threw me off. Fucking Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> you got Diesel. You were talking about Brandon Wayne and oh. John Wayne. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. Elvis. I think Elvis just likes to suck his own damn dick, right? That's all he really cared about, right? What? I, I, I thought he liked peanut butter and banana sandwiches, yeah. but you know, you do you. I mean, come on, it's hell. <laughs> all right. You'd like to hear himself talk, probably. Well, that's probably true. It's possible. Hey, Willie, what you got for us news-wise? I got some Nintendo news. Nintendo had a direct earlier this week. Some good news. Some okay news. And some, like, whatever news. Uh, But uh, a lot of it's just uh, announcing what's coming out, coming up. Uh, Like uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Did any of you play the other two, perchance? No, and I was surprised this is what they wrapped the direct with, was Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yeah, I remember mm. the name, but I don't think I ever played any of them. I think a lot yeah. of people are suffering from the fact they wanted something on Breath of the Wild 2, or Mario, or Metroid Prime, and none of that was in the direct. Yeah, but you did get a little bit of DLC announcement for... Mario Kart Deluxe 8, or is it Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? I don't Whatever know which it one it is. Yeah, everyone yeah. was ready and wanting a what? new Mario Kart, not an update to the Mario Kart port from the Wii U. And they're putting out, what, 48 tracks or something like that yep. as DLC? Whoa. When did this Mario game come out? I mean, for the Switch, not for the Wii U. When did this game come out for the Switch? Like four or five years ago, right? Let me. I'll Wait, pull so the release it- date right now. Is Mario Kart the new Grand Theft Auto Five? Nintendo's just going to keep releasing no, they the got same a Mario more Kart. Years before they hit that, <laughs> Mar- it, so it was a Switch. It was a Wii U game. It, it's been holy shit. Uh, May twenty ninth, twenty fourteen. Whoa. Yeah, I still got some time to hit Grand Theft Auto uh, yeah. years. But, I mean, still they're clo- closing in on what eight years? Like that's damn. That's impressive. but that was the Wii U version. When did the Switch version come out? Uh, let me find that. Because that's what people are going to be arguing about, and let's just put that nip that in the bud right this April twenty seventh, twenty seventeen is when the Mario Kart Eight Deluxe released on Switch. About five years ago, and now we're getting DLC. We're getting forty eight new tracks, just like you said. (laughs) I mean, it's cool they're doing tracks and they're taking tracks from the other games, but I'm curious how the double dash tracks are going to work in a game without the double dash mechanic. Oh yeah. yeah, I never played Double Dash, but I, I was more worried about the uh, the mobile one because they're bringing tracks from the mobile game. I mean, I guess there's probably plenty of people that are still playing Mario Kart because it's really the best kart racing game available on the Switch. Garfield Kart Racing, for instance, 
not very good. That was one that's making fun of. Speaking of which, they also had an announcement for a Disney kart racer coming out that uh, looks to be free to play. Hmm. Okay. At least from the what I heard of it, it seems like it was going to be free to play. So that's a little bit on the free to play. You got me interested. Uh, another thing they announced is Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings are added to uh, Nintendo Online, Nintendo Switch Online, whatever. You know where they add the games into the previous things, your original Nintendo, your Super Nintendo. So and for folks that are big fans of the Earthbound series, this is good news, and I think they're taking it as a silver lining of if we can get enough people showing they're playing Earthbound 1 and 2, that means maybe we'll get an Earthbound, excuse me, Earthbound 3 someday. There's no Earthbound 3! Mother 3, excuse me. There you go, Mother 3. Why is it called Earthbound Beginnings? When it's the first in the series, it's the first one that came out. It was Mother. Yeah. What was Earthbound then? Was Mother 2? Yeah, Mother. it was just Mother 2. So Mother 3, everyone, there is a cautious optimism that's probably going to get cruelly dashed that this means Mother 3 is going to be coming. Because while I'm sure there's going to be a lot of excitement from people who love the game and want to go and replay it, I'm not sure that the earthbound game is necessarily going to appeal to younger switch gamers. I don't know that they care as much about that. Well, how, when you say younger, how younger are you going? Let's talk like the kid to mid teen generation that a lot of those folks are buying switches. I think getting them uh, for children. when I was 15, I was into RPGs. Okay. But there's other RPGs out there that are the more modern RPGs versus an old school RPG. This yeah, was that's not, right. yeah, they should have released yeah. this a long time. This ago. is not, this is not old school to us because it was new when we were that age. If you're a kid now and looking at some of these retro things, some of these things are harder to get kids pulled into because they're used to the more modern RPGs and how you interact with them and things like that. I don't think anyone's going to be playing earthbound beginnings or earthbound. On that Nintendo, they might be, but there's not. There's not going to be the mass number that they think there will Probably be. Probably not. I mean, it's cool to see that it's there. It's a game that's been clamored for, so that's good. But I don't take it as meaning, hey, we're going to get a new Earthbound game. If you wanted to play it, you've already played it. Right. What you want to play is Mother Three. Is what you want. They're not Mother. giving it to you. So Nintendo, stop being a bitch. Hey, I'm also <laughs> I'm also sure that Willie's really excited that MLB The Show 22 is coming to the Nintendo I was Switch. getting to that. Because I was laughing my dick off when I saw the damn, uh, the boy they showed the box at the end of the trailer. I was like, that's oh, his PlayStation or Sony on it. <laughs> yes, because Sony Studios makes it and yeah. it comes out on all the consoles now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that joking is- aside, um, they're going to put a baseball game out in a season that may not even be played because there's a strike going on right now. Eh, fair mm. enough, whatever. Uh, before you just jump into it, I'm going to say my favorite thing before you just jump the gun on it. What do you think? Well, how about this? What do you think is my favorite announcement out of this? I just wanted to make a baseball gag, I'll be honest. I'll make you <laughs> gag. Go ahead no, and tell me. Oh, I knew he was going to say that. Oh, what oh. is it you're most excited about? Mm-hmm. Advance Wars 1 and 2. Hell no. Damn. I am not a strategy game person. I cannot fucking figure that shit out. I'm looking through the list of the announcements right now, and uh-huh. hmm. I guess it may surprise you, but I'll just go ahead and say it. Mario Strikers. Okay. Is that the Mario soccer game? Yeah, I loved it on the Wii. It was really that good was on the Wii. Fucking amazing yeah. on the Wii. Hmm. 
except for when you had to be the goaltender and like you know when they did the super special kick and you had to point at the thing to block it when that IR sensor wasn't really perfect. Like I was pointing at it. No, you weren't. Yes, I'll fuck you. Man. It does look it does look interesting, and I did enjoy it before. Now the real question I would have for you, Willie, is. What game on there am I most excited about? Do you Splatoon three? You got me. <laughs> I was right. Yeah, you're right. I was right. You're right, actually. Yeah. I really love the peasy. I loved Splatoon <laughs> two. I had so much fun with it, and I'm glad to see that there's a Splatoon three with a co-op mode coming. I'm intrigued. Uh, the Splatoon so, games are really fun. My yeah. buddy, his kid, that is his favorite shooter of all time. The kids played Halo. He's played Apex. He's played all the battle royale games, Fortnite, all. He loves Splatoon. He thinks Splatoon is the funnest fucking game in the world. All right, just for uh, brevity, too, let's uh, fast pace this thing. Uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, which is uh, what's the what's the type of game? It's called uh, Muso. I keep forgetting that term. Muso style game, which is like the um, Dynasty Warriors games, where it's one you know one of you your your own general going up against a bunch of other people. You have to you know stop things, fight a bunch of other people all at once. It's made for that, the Muso games. And they've made a couple Zelda games like that, too. Yeah, I was about, yeah. there's, there's just one. There's, there's multiples? Two. There's two. There's two. Hyrulean Warriors, right? And then there was a second one that came out. But I was I'm guessing Hyrulean Warriors 2, I'm was, assuming. I can't remember what it was titled. Sorry. I, I don't remember. Fair enough. But yeah, those are the Muso-type games. That's what that genre is called. All uh, right. So I just looked at the the list from the Nintendo Direct thing real quick. What game do you think, Willie, I would be excited about if I actually had a Switch? Man. Kirby. I love giving Willie questions. This I vote fun. Kirby. Oh, fucking, I'm try- I don't even remember what's in here. I'm trying to go through them. <laughs> uh, it's not it. Kirby. Chris is wrong. I was never a fan of weird I was trying to save that. God damn yeah. it. Yeah. Fine. If you're trying Star to save it. The Force Unleashed remake. Or fucking put it over to the Switch, I'm assuming, right? It's a port. Nope. Actually, yeah, I saw the the port of that. Oh, I, eh, no Man's Sky right. port to the Switch. Fuck yeah! If you could sit on my, if I could sit on a Switch and do some mining, fuck yeah! I love you some No Man's Sky. All right, I'm gonna end up buying that game order. like four times. It's ridiculous. You had just done Fire Emblem. Yeah, I know where I was. I was being facetious. I'm sorry. I was trying to help. Jeez, Chrono, bite my head Chrono off. Cross remake. You know, going back mm. to not even a remake. It's a remaster. It's gonna look exactly the same it did back on the PS1. Back to the old RPGs. Let's put them back on. Sure. Let's. Who the fuck cares about Chrono Cross? Yeah, Anybody? I don't think that was one that really hit very hard. I was interested, but once I saw the this, gameplay, this I was like, is oh, Nintendo I'm Direct good. that was really cool to people that like older type RPGs. If you're not into older type yeah. RPGs, this Direct didn't have a much as much for. Uh, do a new Nintendo Sports game instead of like Wii Sports is Switch Sports. So. I'm intrigued by it, but I think people are overestimating how well it's going to do because everyone talks about the hype that was surrounding Wii Sports. But part of that hype was because if you bought a Wii, it came with Wii Sports. You got it for free. It wasn't people making a choice to go out and plop 60 bucks down to say, I want to play Wii Sports. So I don't know if you're going to have, let's say, 50% of the Switch player base be like, oh my God, I got to play Switch Sports and go and drop their cash down. So while they'll make some money off it, I'm sure, I'm not sure it's going to be quite the same phenomenon that Wii Sports was back in the day. But if you want to have a taste to see if it is going to be, you can uh, turn on your Switch February 18th to 20th to try it free if you're a Nintendo Switch Online member. Okay, that's cool. And I was not aware of that, and well, I'll probably three of try the games. 
Sorry, just three of the games. I'll try it. What the hell? It's like a demo that only lasts for the weekend. I'm totally fine next with that. Weekend? Yeah, th- yeah, it's next weekend. Uh, five In five days. Okay. No. Uh, yeah, let's yeah. see. Try free trials play. are always good. I mean, everything no should have a free trial. Sort of, but not, because you got to be a subscriber to get it. It's like when they well, do their game. Yeah. It's like when they do their play with gold stuff on Xbox, where it's like, hey, if you're an Xbox Live gold subscriber, it's a free play weekend on this game. Give it a try and stuff yeah. like that. Because well, a lot of times those are the ones where it's like, you know, there's like cross play, right? So it's like you have to have the the online edition yeah. of whatever system you're on so that you can actually play the free version. Right. Yeah. It's uh, free, but it's not free. <laughs> yeah. Like PlayStation Plus games are not free. Yeah. Because you have to pay PlayStation Plus to get it. Yeah. My new cool Dwight skin I got isn't really free because I pay for Amazon Prime, but that skin would have cost 20 bucks if I it's bought it in the fucking store. Benefit. That's a side. Yeah. It's a nice little perk. There you uh, go. Yeah. It's a perk, not a bug. Remakes of Front Mission and Front Mission 2. Because, yay, more RPG. Strategy game, right? Remember the, the Front Mission games were like strategy games? There weren't action games, right? I think so. I don't know. Uh, I Metro Dread gets a free update. Yeah. Edge Dread mode. Yeah, I don't know that I necessarily care about the stuff they're putting in there. The rookie mode might be okay if you're having a lot of trouble with the game, but I don't know that I necessarily care about the one-hit-kills mode that's going in there because I, why do I want to get my nuts kicked in by a game? Because that's what that's going to feel like, for lack yeah, of a better I'm good term. on that. Uh, Kirby in the Forgotten Lands. I like Kirby uh, games. It shows that Kirby can suck something that's a little too big for even him. <laughs> I mean... Yes, he does take over a car. Well, his mouth is just whoop over the car, but it can't fully suck in the car. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, I, you I, know the jokes. I like Kirby games, but the last one that came out was like really short. I can't remember I what know. it was called. But it was the most one I played was Kirby 64. It was like six hours basically to beat that game. I was like, that's it? I paid 60 bucks for this? You got six hours. Yeah. Ten bucks. I only an got hour. less than that. I got a lot more time out of the Pokemon game. Sure. Uh, but also, uh, yeah, you mentioned earlier, Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. One Strategy games are not my thing. They they play, they look to play good. I've heard good things about it, but just, I just don't care about strategy games, man. That's fair. I'm not good at Civ 6. I'm just not good. I'm at bad at XCOM. I'm just terrible at all those. I don't have the brain for it. My brain just doesn't click for that, and it sucks. Good news, though. Portal 1 and 2 will be released on Switch later this year. I mean, it's cool, but who's a really clamoring for portal. it? A port of Portal! Yeah, who's who's clamoring for it? It's really cool that it's there, but who's been like, oh my god, I wish I could have Portal on my Switch? And they're also porting Star Wars The Force Unleashed, I mentioned earlier. No Man's Sky is getting a port. Uh, is so, there anything real quick, else? before you get off that, the port of No Man's Sky, I'll be very interested to see how it performs on the Switch. I don't know what performance is going to be like because I imagine the draw distance isn't going to be very far out on that. Yeah, and I'm looking at the rest here. There's uh, there's not much here. There's more ports. Lego brawls. More ports. Yeah. Sure. Lego brawls. They That's announced like 30 to. games in the Nintendo Direct. So, I mean, we're obviously not going to cover all of them. Hey, Mario Strikers is the best one. I don't give a fuck about anything That's else. That's fair. I mean, if I was not as interested in Splatoon 3, I'd probably agree with you, to be honest. And you know what? I'm probably going to get the Mario Kart DLC. I don't fucking care because I just want more Mario Kart. And that's the way I have to get it. Fuck you, Nintendo. Didn't they you take bun- this middle finger with the money? 
But didn't they bundle <laughs> some of that DLC with the not the regular Switch Online, but the Switch Online Plus or whatever the it is? Expansion Plus or whatever it's called. Yeah. You do get it is included with that. Why are they doing it like that? I don't understand. Uh, yeah, I don't understand their pricing structure. Because Switch Online like is what, no like sense. 20 bucks a year for the regular baseline service, which gives you SNES, NES games, and cloud backups of some games, but not your Pokemon games, which I still don't understand why they won't back up my Pokemon game, because it's going to mean that if my Switch bricks, I lose 120 hours in Pokemon, or some nonsense like that. That's ridiculous and insane to me. And then if you want... To play N64 and Sega Genesis games, you pay, what is it, another 15 bucks on top of that a year? I haven't even looked at the, the prices. The premium, which yeah. I guess is now including some DLC for Animal Crossing and DLC for Mario Kart. Why? Why? Why is that how you're releasing the DLC? That makes no fucking sense well, to me. I don't know if they... Li- the the Animal Crossing stuff I think is linked to only that way, but they yeah did that's they say, the only way you can get it. Did they say explicitly that all the Mario Kart stuff is only if you're a subscriber no. to that? Nope, okay. it's twenty four ninety nine without it. Okay, by itself, or not by the the DLC for I mean, the game you already have. There's a value proposition okay. there when you look at the fact you're getting forty eight tracks, but that's spread out over what through twenty twenty four. Before twenty twenty four. Yeah, so. You got a lot of tracks that are coming, and they're going to give it to you in spurts, basically. First one's coming up. Did they even announce when the first one's coming out? I don't know. Uh, I'm looking. Doesn't sit. Wait, what? You fucking liar. It ain't snowing. Let me rephrase. It's snowing in West Virginia, Willie. Fuck West Virginia. Was that was that highway interstate thing that goes to West Virginia, the toll road? What's it called? The turnpike? turnpike? Fuck that turnpike. Most turnpikes that was the ever, worst man. thing ever. Now, I've driven through Atlanta multiple times. The West Virginia Turnpike is the worst thing ever. Uh, the Why DC, is it a toll road? DC Beltway is still one of the worst things ever. Oh, I've driven through that too. West Virginia Turnpike. Why is, it a, why is it a toll road? Why do I have to pay to go through your shitty, unkempt road? Why? And that's more kempt than most of the other roads because people pay to drive it. Yes, yeah, and, and I'm in a I truck. live west I of the can't Mississippi. Go any other way. Fuck a toll road. <laughs> we don't do that shit out here. Because they say, oh, no trucks through here. You have to take the toll road. Toll roads are such bullshit. Told this. I don't dick. disagree. Let's go back to your news, though, Willie. Oh, <laughs> you were talking about uh, when the release date is, or if there was a release date for them. I thought you were looking, or, or for the first pack at least. Uh, I thought I saw it, but um. March 18th is the first one. There it is. Okay. So we're we're a little over a month away as we record this. Yeah, yeah, but that was for the first pack of... I think it was... Eight tracks? I think eight tracks. That sounds about right. Mom sounds right. Whoa. (laughs) Sorry. It's the first thing. It was a reflex. I'm sorry. It was a reflex. It was mean. That's why I said I'm sorry. It was a reflex. Anything else you wanted to talk about in regards to Nintendo Direct, Will? Uh, Nintendo, just like Vince Man, can suck a limp dick. Oh, and bring me more Nintendo Strikers. Why, why did it take you so long to do this shit? The fuck's wrong with you? Because they had to make the tennis game first. No one wanted to play the fucking tennis game. Tennis game sucked ass. Look, some people did. It's Nintendo. Uh, when it comes to the Mario sports games, they just kind of cycle around. like it. I haven't played, I've played it. More, I've played a lot more Nintendo tennis than I have Nintendo uh, soccer. Yeah, you didn't even know it was a thing. But if no. you did, if you played it on the Wii, you would have known the greatness of it. 
Mm. I was a naysayer awesome. once before, just like you. But then I was shown the light of pounding a motherfucker like DK. But the best part about that Nintendo Strikers game, or the Mario Strikers game, well, at least for the Wii, was the um, the intros. Like, all your characters, like your team captains, whoever you picked, flew through, like, fell out, like, like did, like, a halo jump. And that's how they entered into the arena. Uh, they landed, of course, superhero landing on their knee, I think, most likely. Of course. It's all a memory. <laughs> oh, hey, phone, be quiet. I don't care about the Amber Alert. I'm inside my house. I can't see shit outside. I know Amber Alerts are important. But, yeah, but every time they would do that, they definitely had a theme song playing. And I swear to God, Luigi's was definitely a riff on um, uh, that uh, heart song. What the fuck was it? Could have been Barracuda, I think. It was definitely a riff on that. Because you hear the dun 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 that 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 Wii and that game got stolen. Oh, I'm sorry, Willie. I have another Wii, but I didn't mean to bring up bad memories for you. I apologize. <sighs> I tried to get a modded Wii. Easier said than done. Yeah, a pre-modded Wii because then I can't figure out how to put the fucking games. Up. Yeah, listen, if this game wasn't 250 goddamn dollars, I'd fucking do it the legal way. But no, no, they don't want me to do it the legal way, do they? <laughs> no comment. Because you know I'm right. I know nothing. Oh, I guarantee Pretty you sure that. you're still left. Did you just use your right hand to point to me? Nope. That was my left hand. That was his left. It pointed stage right, but it was his left hand. Yeah, but for me, I have to turn left because Willie's on my left because he's never right. Am I'm going to flip-flop left? those pictures one day just to screw you Don't you, guys. you dare. <laughs> Get me all oh, oh, you don't I think finally I can't figured roll it with out. That? Now Chris has got to fuck me over. You think I can't roll with that? I wasn't like, talking oh, about how you. How you doing, Bachman? How you doing? Yeah, you'll be fine. I'll be fucked up for another year and a half before I get it figured out. I'm just looking at these comments up here. That's all. I'm just going to randomly shuffle it around so that we're all in different positions. How about that? Oh, yeah. Like every Sunday it turns on and the three screens are just moved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll never get it then. I'll never figure I'm, I'm too old for change, Chris. You two up there. I'm too old for change, Chris. Don't make me cry. Chris, how could you? (laughs) How am I the master of this? How am I the one master of this? Tell me. Tell me. How? Start giggling, Willie. I'm poking you. Hey, guys, can you start? Can you put in here how I'm the fucking master and these two dipshits don't know anything? You poking me in the shoulder? What the fuck? Yep. (laughs) All right. That's exactly what I'm doing. That's my news of the week. Of the week. Well, that being said, we did start late, and we are not going to try and run super long today because I got stuff I need to do, and I'm sure these guys do as well. We will wrap things up in our traditional bit, a little segment called What I'm Into. It's when we share with you guys the geeky and nerdy stuff we may get into because you may want to go check it out yourselves. And I will kick things off and say, finish Book of Boba Fett like the rest of you guys in here. Um, Excuse me. Thoughts on the spin move? Thoughts on the spin move. I thought it was fun. I mean, it, it's it, it's dumb, but it's fun. It was the dumbest thing 
I think it might be the dumbest thing in Star Wars since Jar Jar. It looks like I it don't looks, understand why it's Robert Rodriguez, man. He likes to do weird body movements and stuff like that. When what fight was the scenes. spin move? Oh, when they're being shot at, and uh, the one mod with the the eye—I oh, can't remember yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah he I drops out from too. Black K's arm, does a spin move, and ends up in the same exact place, and then fires his gun. Yeah, I was it's, like, what the fuck? It was, was just so okay, weird. But, sure. I mean, hell, yeah, it got everybody yeah. it got everybody talking about that scene. So I mean, I guess good for the actor because everybody's fucking talking about it. So I mean, it felt like Robert Rodriguez. Exactly. That's true. It, it did. It's Robert Rodriguez. Some El Mariachi. <laughs> I, I enjoyed Book of Boba Fett, but I kind of more enjoyed what it meant implication-wise for the rest of the universe. The story of Boba is not as much what I cared about as it was. Mm. Hey, what's going on with Luke? What's going on with Ahsoka? What's going on with Mando? What's going on with uh, Amy Sedaris's character? <laughs> who? Yeah, I mean, that was a good update for just the what's woman going who helped him build world. his ship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pell. I like her. Pell, that's her it. Pell. I like her a yeah. lot, and uh, yeah, yeah, she's great. Jawas, they're furry everywhere. Furry all yeah, over. Real furry. Sounds like me. <laughs> Am I a Jawa? No, you're too tall. The world's tallest Jawa. Am I a Chewbacca uh, Jawa? You're a, you're a, you're a Wookie Jawa. Oh, <laughs> that sounds what? like a slur, and uh, you might want to watch. What happens when a Jawa fucks a Wookie? You get Willie. Willie, can you go TD for me, please? T hole. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to fix it. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, finished Book of Boba Fett. I enjoyed it. I'm curious to see where they go with it next. What I can't remember. What is next that we're getting on Disney Plus? Uh, the 45th anniversary of A New Hope debuts Obi Wan Kenobi. That's right. Everyone was hoping May the Fourth would be the premiere yep. of Obi Wan Kenobi, which would have been cool. But them basically dropping the beginning of Obi Wan. Yeah, on May twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's the forty fifth anniversary of the day that A New Hope hit theaters. Forty fifth. Who yeah. cares about forty five? What? It's an anniversary though. It's cool that they can yeah. make things line up. Yeah. Well, it's an anniversary date, so it's cool. All right, so they better have something for the forty seventh too, because that makes just as much sense. Oh, it will. Fifty. They'll, yeah, they'll be a TV. there'll be a thirteenth Disney Plus Star Wars show right. coming out on the forty seventh anniversary of Star. Wars. <laughs> you know they ain't stopping anytime soon so i'm not sure what i'm watching on disney plus in regards to new content between now and then because i can't remember if there's moon knight comes out between uh, really we got some more photos from moon knight it looks pretty cool yeah and him and his uh his uh, suit in the white the suit, suit. suit that was pretty yeah. cool so let's see what else have we been getting into i got watched another two episodes of reacher on amazon prime which is based off the jack reacher books I have two episodes left, and they did just announce this week that it was uh, renewed on oh, yeah. Prime it's, Video. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Solid finale wraps up well. And yeah, Moon Knight comes out March 30th. Okay. So that that's probably yeah, our so next Yeah, so Moon Knight, one. and then, yeah, two months later, we get Obi-Wan. So uh, if you like Reacher, how do I best describe it? It's kind of a murder mystery, but also with some ridiculous brawls, because he gets into some ridiculous fights in there. And they're intense choreography. The fight choreography is really good. I look forward to them doing stuntmen react to Jack Reacher fights on the Corridor Crew channel. Well, and hopefully those guys listen to the Michael Rosenbaum Inside of You podcast where Alan Richin came on and talked about the fact that like the scene where he's just eating a sandwich was like way later in the shooting schedule. And he was basically drowning because he had no oxygen in his blood because of the painkillers he was taking 
due to the damage done to his shoulder during those fight sequences. Damn. I hadn't I hadn't yeah. listened to it yet. He was taking like ibuprofen NSAIDs that were like on steroids, like super strong painkillers that were lowering his testosterone to the level that it was lowering his red blood cell creation. So he wasn't producing enough oxygen for his extremely large body. So yeah, he said that scene where he's sitting there like eating a sandwich. He was basically drowning. Like he couldn't, he was in physical pain and could barely move. That's nuts. I mean, yeah. And that's a big fucking tough guy. And yeah, he was having trouble lifting a sandwich because he was in so much fucking pain. Yeah, that dude went through some shit to get that show. Apparently, they shot that entire season in like 70 days. That's insane. Yeah, he had no downtime. Yeah, the podcast with him and Michael Rosenbaum, if you want to hear some real good shit about the, the behind the scenes of Reacher and how tough that show was, and some crazy shit about Alan Richin, that dude has gone through some shit in his life. He's he's a very interesting actor. Yeah, it was a, it was a fantastic podcast. For those that to. might not know where they recognize him from, he was in the Hunger Games movies. He was in Blue Mountain State. He was in um, Smallville, and he was also in. Uh, he's Hawk from Hawk and Dove. Hawk from Hawk and Dove and the Titans. Yeah, he yeah. was the original Aquaman. And Michael Rosenbaum, Lex Luthor. He's also the Flash. Wait, are we actually talking about Michael Rosenbaum? Michael Rosenbaum no, is those characters. Michael Alan Rosenbaum Richson. did the podcast. Yeah. Alan Richin played all those characters. Oh, they were okay. both in Smallville. Yes, they were both in Smallville. The fuck, was he in Smallville? He was Aquaman. Alan Richin was the original Aquaman. Oh. Yeah, I didn't keep watching up until when they started introducing all the bullshit. Yeah. The mini Justice League? Exactly. Yeah, the bullshit. <laughs> and then I can't remember the name of his character in The Hunger Games, but he was in that. He's he's done a bunch of stuff. Pifu. I don't know. It sounds right. <laughs> but for some reason, whenever I see him on screen, the first thing I go to is Thad Castle from Blue Mountain State. <laughs> Yeah, see, I never watched that, so whenever I see him, I go, oh, it's Aquaman. Oh, man, Blue Mountain State's ridiculous. I love that show. I don't. I think it's available as the free streaming thing on the Voodoo app now, which means it's ad-supported, but it was, it was hilarious. For those who aren't aware, it was a college football comedy that was on Spike TV for three years. No. Uh, and a whole TV, bunch of people are... Years. A whole bunch of people are looking him up because when you go to IMDb and you type in Alan, the first response now is Alan Richin on top of Alan Tudyk, above Ooh. Alan Rickman. Tudyk. Yeah. So a whole bunch of people are looking up Alan Richin lately to find out, wait, where do I recognize that guy from? Uh, last thing I've been getting into, just because it's probably what's taking up the most time, is I've been playing a bunch of Pokemon Legends Arceus. And I touched on it last week. Will, you weren't on here, but they kind of updated the formula for pokemon and i'm having a lot of fun it's like a hybrid of pokemon monster hunter and breath of the wild i guess is the best way to put it i've been having a lot of fun with it my wife has already beaten it but i've been getting distracted going on random side jags like i want to catch that pokemon the next thing i know it's three hours later i've caught like 35 pokemon i need to go back and get supplies i'm like because they've introduced a crafting mechanic into it now so you can pick up materials while you're in the overworld to make new pokeballs and stuff like that, or to make potions and stuff like that. So you're not constantly having to go back to buy pokeballs or to buy potions or revives. You can craft the stuff in the overworld. So it's a lot of fun. I, I think storyline wise, and maybe like a third of the way through, and I've got something like 15 or 16 hours in because I keep getting distracted and just going and exploring the world. Now, that being said, the world nice. is very sterile, for lack of a better term. It's the same kind of fields and forests everywhere. There's no villages dotting, th- filling in little gaps or anything like that for the most part. It's just a big open world with Pokemon in it. And 
Game Freak still hmm. hasn't quite figured out how to handle things in 3D yet. So some of the sprites look really strange and there's really weird frame rate issues that pop up from time to time. It's fun and it's different than the normal formula. And I'm enjoying the fact it's not like the same Pokemon game I've played for 25 years. Boo. And this one's on the Switch, right? It's on the Switch. What are Boo. you booing? The fact they made a new version or they updated things or the repetition? Pokemon needs to be taken away from Game Freak. Take it away from them. Give it to another developer to do something with it. They could do much better. So look at the shit they put out. I don't think it's shitty. I don't think it's a, an exceptional ten out of ten game. If you're it's to rate shitty things, compared but. to the possibility of what it could be, that's what I'm comparing it to. Uh, you can say that about terms. almost anything. So I get the point <laughs> you're getting to, and l- let me see if I can rephrase it, and let me see if this makes sense. Because of how much of it's been the exact same thing for 25 plus years, the fact they did something different now, people are reacting positively to that, but it could have been much better had it been someone else that was pushing them into this different direction because they've got experience doing that kind of thing. So the positive press is more a fact of, hey, you finally did something different, we're pleased with it, versus that it's that good what they did with it. Is that what you're saying? Just saying, isn't there another, I can't remember the name of it, isn't there like a game that's coming out that's like an open world Pokemon-like game that's like still in development or something? I remember hearing Yeah, it's on PC right now. Yeah, it's like... I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it. That looks better. I remember seeing someone like, oh, that looks fair. Why don't they fucking do that? Oh, yeah, because they're fucking stupid. I think... uh, I think it's more they've been doing the same thing for so long that change is hard. You've got to overcome that inertia. And let's see what the sequel to Pokemon Legends Arceus looks like. And if if it's... get it. I don't know. I mean, it's done pretty well. I I would assume that this is the evolution of what Pokemon is going to be now. I I think this is a one-off title. Just like the Mystery Dungeons or wherever they fucking called back on the DS. This is a one-off. I guess it depends. I don't know how well Mystery Dungeon sold compared to Arceus. Yeah. But um, if you want a better Pokemon-like game, hell, fucking it got re-released for the or like a remaster for the uh, for the Switch. It was Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. It was a Curse of the White Witch. Wait, what'd you call me? I played it back on the PS3, and they re-released it because they already have a second one out on the PS4. I don't know if it's on the Switch as well, but the first game. They re-released for the PS4 and Switch. I'm assuming Xbox as well. I'm assuming. I don't know. But it's Studio Ghibli and Level 5, the RPG maker, RPG studio, fucking got together, made a Studio Ghibli game you can play. It plays nice, kind of like Pokemon. It's kind of enough where you can capture the monsters and you can you know, level them up. It's, it's like it. It's not exact, but it's like it. It's enough like it to, for me to say this. But yeah, if you want a better option, there you go. Nino okay. Cooney. You like fair. Studio Ghibli, you like anime? Bing, bada, boom, you fucking weeb motherfucker. There you go. W- Willie, have you played it? The Pokemon I'm, Legends, I mean? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah, the, the, even the grab. Come on, man. He got all caught up in his bing, bada, boom. Why is it looks like a desert everywhere I go? It doesn't. With all the thing I look. Oh, you got couple of trees here and there it doesn't look like a desert a couple of shitty looking trees look the the overworld is not great and my hope is that if they do a sequel that continues in the same style that someone is brought in to help them design an overworld 
but I'm enjoying That's the gameplay. Fair. And there's it's really fun to sneak through the brushes, sneak through the brush, sneak up behind a Pokemon and throw a Pokeball into the back of their head unsuspecting and get a bonus towards catch rate and things like that. It's really uh, fun. Wait, so you're in the bush. Where are the Pokemon? It's not like in the past games where they yeah, spawn. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. I thought Pokemon are in the tall grass. Are but they not? They, what Willie, the fuck is this? They're also in the grass, too, sometimes. I've happened upon a Pokemon while wandering through the grass. But, you oh, get shit. what I mean, though. Yes, I do. So <laughs> it is It is a variation on the formula, and I really enjoy the variation. And maybe that colors my opinion some, is that it's finally something relatively fresh when it comes to Pokemon gameplay. So maybe that's what's causing me to enjoy it so much more compared to say uh, the Diamond, excuse me, the Diamond and Pearl remakes that just came out that I played like six hours and never picked up again. I heard those are better than what they've what they've yeah, put they're, out. They're pretty good, but the problem again is I'm like, oh, I, I, I'm I should have known. It's the same formula. I've just got to be in the right mood. So my hope is when I get done playing Arceus, I'll have done something different. Going back and playing something in the old traditional Pokemon formula will feel a little different because it's not the same game I've been playing over and over again. That's my personal hope. Oh, I'm done with Pokemon, by the way. Okay, that's I'm fair. I'm not going to... No, it's done. That's fair. I'm never going to pay money into it they, they, until they until they stop being fucking... The chat room, uh, Pansy says, okay, it's kind of a weird point. Wanting it to evolve, but wanting to restrict Pokemon to be in the tall grass, laughing my ass off. <laughs> oh, no, that was just for a joke. Yeah, he's, just, that's all that yeah, he's just busting my balls for a gag. Why, why did not in the tall grass, man? the balls. <laughs> But uh, I think that's mostly what I've been getting into. I'm sure there's some other stuff I'm not thinking of right now. Uh, Willie, why don't you go next? What you been getting into? Uh, uh, didn't you mention something earlier about um, white suits? What was it? Moon Knight? Yeah, speaking yeah. of white suits, I watched the last episode of Peacemaker. Is it the finale or is it just the most recent, you mean? Penultimate, I think. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how many episodes are in this. Yeah, show. there's one more going. Yeah, there's okay. one more after this one. So this was the yeah the penultimate episode. Yeah, but speaking of white suits, uh, we got we got some uh Klansmen coming out. Oh yeah. yeah. I was like, what white suits? He's more like white hoods. Well, yeah, yeah. They only had the white hoods. I, uh, I forgot with, about that. With, but but not to be confused with KKK members, white hoods with horns. All yeah, of their pillowcases have horns. Yeah, they're literal pillowcases, and they're like pointed, like they, they got the. That way, they look like uh, what's his name, the White Dragon, the dad. The dip, yeah, the dipshit. Yeah. Although, yeah, yeah, the T one thousand. Yeah, T one thousand is a racist dipshit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ro- Robert Patrick. Yeah, Robert he's. Patrick. I was about to say Robert Patrick. Yeah, his character is awful. The actor is great because oh, yeah. he's great at playing this awful fucking well, the world's worst dad. The he's like the world's awesome worst what dad. What he's doing. Yeah, the way he's doing it is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, the character is awful. Vigilante is <laughs> also a great character. Fucking oh. Peacemaker. God, I yeah. don't understand. My friend, she said, I don't like this show. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This is what I hope we get more of in the future. Shit like this. Weird. Oh. The comedy's tuned up to fucking 15. Fuck 11. We well, went past that. I was just checking the IMDb for it, and I think I don't know if we'll ever get anything like this again because one of the, the first trivia thing listed is just perfect. James Gunn wrote the entire first season in eight weeks during COVID quarantine out of pure boredom, not actually believing the series would ever get picked up. That's why it's so fucking great and crazy. It was just James Gunn having fun. I want him. And to if more you let that. James Gunn have fun, you get amazing product. You get amazing films. You get amazing TV shows. Let fucking James Gunn have fun, people, and you'll is, you'll uh, always get a great product. 
It's my open letter to James Gunn. I'm going to need you to stop the fuck making movies. Stop making movies. Make shows. I mean, I yes, your movies are great, but this show, this show, if I get more all I'm spread saying, out, oh my God. All I want is Brightburn 2, semicolon, the happiest place on earth. Brandon Byers takes over Disneyland, murders everybody, and turns it into his like his kingdom. Wait, was he going to Disneyland? Was that a thing? No, but why wouldn't he? He's oh, a 10-year-old with Superman's powers, and he's fucking evil. I didn't even think about it. I was, I yeah. thought, I was making sure I didn't forget something. No, in the movie, it, was just, it was the first thing I saw when I watched the end of that movie. I'm like, what would that kid do at that point? He has no restrictions. Oh, Disney World! He's unkillable. No one can stop him from doing anything. Why wouldn't he go to Disneyland and just burn half the place down and make a throne out of human skulls. Because he wouldn't go to Disneyland. He'd go to Disney World because fuck Disneyland. I don't know. Fuck but you, Anaheim, California. I just want to see a bright bird too to see. Life. What what does an evil Superman do as a kid if he has no restrictions and he's a fucking psychopath? I want to see the sequel. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure the same thing a psychopath would do, just harder and stronger. And faster and bloodier. <laughs> I didn't want to go that route, but <laughs> you did. Oh, Brightburn was so good. I love James Gunn. Thank you, James Gunn. I mean, well, did he write that? He didn't direct it. He was no, a producer I think his company produced it. it. Yeah, that's that was it, right? He just produced it. He was right? just the producer, is my understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's part of his world of crazy superheroes. Yeah, and his name, I remember the trailers. His name was all over. Like, he's just a fucking producer. What the fuck? Okay. Well, there, there's sure. also a difference between some producers are in there making decisions on set and helping out with things, and other producers are putting their name on something because they provided money. Well, so there are very different types of producers in Hollywood. And, Willie, if you were a movie, if you were putting out a movie that James Gunn was associated with like that, and it was yeah. just after Guardians had come out, and he had a ton of hype behind his name, you'd be plastering yeah. his name everywhere, too. And was exactly. it this when that trailer released? Was it also not af right after Disney fired him? I use quotes. Mm, I don't remember. I honestly don't. I think it was after. I think it was right after. I think I'm not 100 percent on that. But that, that I guess that also added to it. Like yeah, his name's fucking up, blowing up. Why not? Yeah, Disney doesn't want him because they're fucking dipshits. You already apologized for this shit. Why do we care? But yeah, uh, yeah, Peacemaker. Oh, Witcher. I beat the game. I even beat the first part of the DLC, uh, or one of the DLCs, I mean, Heart Heart of Stone, Hearts of Stone, Heart of Stone. Anyway, I beat that DLC, which was amazing. Holy shit, that was amazing. And now, I'm in the Blood and Wine DLC, which is a whole nother area. A whole new map to go to. Because the Heart of Stone was in the same map. I don't know if they expanded on it. It seemed like they expanded on the original a little bit, but it's hard to tell because I never, I wasn't there day one, so I don't know what the map was. I guess I could look it up. I don't know. But yeah, Tucson, fucking gorgeous. Like, yeah, drab everywhere in Velen. Like, it's just like, oh. But Tucson, everything is blowing my eyes out of proportion. The saturation is turned up in this area. Even the sky hmm. is like, Oh, this turquoise. Oh, God. The grass is greener. It's everywhere. As soon as you get in there, there's a fucking fairy tale castle in the background. As soon as you get there. It's been great. I don't know. I've been a dipshit. Haven't played Witcher 3 till now. But hey, at least I get to enjoy it now. That's well, good. Plus, did you buy it during that $10 sale? Listen, I've had this for a while. 
for over a year. Yeah, I bought I mine during one it. of these $10 sales. I just don't remember which one. Yeah, it was probably one of them. Yeah, the complete edition that comes with all the DLC and whatnot. Yeah, it, it is one of the best bargains in video games for 10 bucks. Like, the amount of DLCs and extra content you get for $10 with that game is amazing. I think I'm 170 hours in, probably more. I'm just creeping up on 100 hours of Ghost of Sh- And you haven't beat it yet? No. <laughs> I just like going around killing Mongols, man. I'm not trying to finish that story yet. I, I love that game too much to finish time. it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I've enjoyed it so much. I don't want to finish it. Uh, I will say the best uh, outfit that you can get, I think, is going to all the, uh, all the spa area things. Oh, the hot, the hot springs? Spring, yeah, hot springs. That's what I mean. Yeah, going to all the hot springs. I think that's my. I think it's that one. I think that's what you unlock. Is that that outfit is the you best get an one. outfit once you hit all the hot tubs? What do you get like just a kimono? I, so that's for you to find out, man. All right, Don't look all at right. me like I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple. You got another what? Left. 150 hours to go before you hit that. Oh yeah, probably. That's gonna. I'll tell you, it's gonna be my game of the year. Four years running. That makes no sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, Witcher, uh, Peacemaker. Uh, oh, I started playing uh, Move or Die, which is a. Uh, I'm not sure what else it's on. I know it's on the PS4, uh, but it's called Move or Die. Pretty much, there is a health bar. The only reason for this health bar is it will go down if you stop moving, uh, making contact with the ground, running. Like, if you're in the air, it doesn't count. Your health bar will go down. That's the only point for your health bar, is you have to build it back up by uh, moving on the ground. Hmm. And it's a bunch of mini-games. It's four players all at once. And it's pretty much different mini-games for different objectives. They're all on the same screen, so you don't have to worry about, like, hmm. the screen. Or, well, I guess the speed run is rotate. You know, you're moving through. But, yeah, most of them are just all on the same screen. You know, you're just doing something if you move or die there's also different mutators that change the rules and it's just a bunch of fun it's very fun with all four people you call people cunts a lot in it because they are a bunch of fucking cunts how could you do that to me <laughs> how could you do that to me jennifer yeah but shit like that uh and uh revisited also ultimate chicken horse uh ultimate chicken horse is a great also multiplayer game for people all on the same screen that's guaranteed Pretty much, you have to get from the starting point to the goal. And to do so, most most every board, except for one, you have to build things between rounds. You only have to get, build one thing for a round. Uh, you put it on the level, and hopefully you can get to it. But you're also trying to fuck over your other people. You put traps out there, too. Then you get points if you trap them. Ultimate Chicken Horse, fun time with multiple people. You know what? That's all I did. Fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> well, wrap things up for us, Bachman. What you been getting into? Uh, so yeah, got finished Book of Boba Fett, Jack Reacher. Uh, watched all of season five of Rick and Morty. Waiting for you after the last episode of Peacemaker because yeah, damn that that setup for the finale is just awesome. And yeah, it's the greatest intro of a show possibly ever. I'm still working my way through The Sopranos. I think I'm coming up on the end of season two. Um, yeah, I play a little Ghost of Tsushima, been playing a bunch of Fortnite. I finished off the 100 levels of this battle pass, got my Spider-Man outfit, and then the Spider-Man black suit outfit, which is really cool. And then uh, playing a little more of uh, the Dead by Daylight. Um, yeah, it's, 
fucking DVD has just not been fun lately. Fortnite has been fun lately. DVD has been kind of a uh, a hassle to play. Uh, and then yeah, doing a bunch of drawing. Uh, actually, been working on my uh, my Never Quit Drawing book, which I've been loving. And then yeah, having finished uh, season five of Rick and Morty, had to do a little a little sketch of one of my favorite guys, Evil Morty, and actually threw him in his in his mayor outfit. Wouldn't put the eye patch back on him because yeah, Evil Morty's like the best. Um, we ordered a bunch of Lego minifigs because we saw a set at the Lego store here in town. But they wanted like ten bucks per bag for them, and it's those blind packs. Found on the Disney store, they're five ninety nine for a blind pack. So yeah, we got. Sadly, ended up getting three of the Sif or Siffy or Sil, whatever the hell are the female Loki. Sylvie, Sylvie, yeah, great character. But yeah, of the five packs I ordered, we got three of her. So that was kind of annoying because there's twelve different figures. So I have three of the little alligators, which is cool. But yeah, ended up getting three of her was kind of annoying. Uh, the only other two characters they did get though were kind of nice. We got the Captain Britain. Which is, you know, uh, uh, Haley Atwell, if she had taken the superhero serum, which I think it was the first or second episode of the What If series. First. 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 Yeah. And then, yeah, one of the, the coolest ones you could possibly get in there, which is the T'Challa Star Lord, which lovingly comes with the nice. element guns, the purple jacket, and then you have a swap out head so you can put the little Star Lord helmet on him, too which had a little tiny Lego Star-Lord face mask is just fantastically detailed. Yeah, so those two are really cool. I think we have uh, the girlfriend got another jacket coming in through in two more of the Lego minifigs, so we got those on the way. And then, yeah, I had uh, finished up my, my house project yesterday. We had, uh, I got me the my new 32-inch monitor here on the desk, which meant the 27-inch TV that had been one of my desk monitors got moved up to the office. The office TV that she had in there got moved to the bedroom, and I bought uh, like a twenty dollar uh, wall mounting thing for it. And weirdly, none of the the three studs in the wall where we wanted to hang the TV, none of them were in the right spot. So yesterday, I went to Lowe's, had a remnant piece of board cut, cost me a whopping two dollars. Rented across two of the studs, drilled the holes in it, got everything lined up, took it down to the garage, painted it with our leftover paint from when we got the house painted. So it's the exact same gray re, uh, repose gray that our walls are painted. Took it back upstairs, mounted on the wall, mounted the swing arm to that, and then hung a TV from our bedroom. Last night, laid in bed and watched uh, the new uh, Kevin James movie, Home Team, which was oh. kind of funny. It's supposedly the based on the true story. He's supposed of to be the, Sean Payton in this, isn't he? Yeah, he's supposed to be Sean Payton, the, the coach that was Weird. basically uh, suspended from the NFL for two seasons because of... Um, Oh damn it! Bounty Gate. Bounty Gate. Yeah, and they and they, yeah, the the whole show is all about that and basically how this guy apparently ignored his kid during like his six years running up to like winning the Super Bowl with the Saints as the coach, like was you know a divorced uh, parent that wasn't really seeing his kid and then went back home to teach his kids uh, like junior high or high school football team during the two years he was suspended from the NFL because of Bounty Gate. And it's weird because it's that whole, like, based on a true story, but then, like, it's a Happy Madison production with Kevin James and uh, uh, Rob Schneider's in it as, like, comedy relief. So it's got kind of the little joke stuff, you know, like Little Giants and stuff, but it's definitely not a comedy. So it's this weird in-between of a kind of a true story with some Happy Madison-type humor thrown in. It was definitely interesting. I had a couple of good laughs in it. 
Um, the little kid actors playing some of the football players were hilarious. And then some of the decisions they made, like they had a kid that was playing defense that was afraid to hit people. So the idea was that Sean Payton turned him around and made him a fullback. It's like, well, if you don't want to hit anybody, then don't let him hit you. And now you have the ball and you're going to run with it. And so like some of like the, the football psychology in the show was really good for like teaching younger players to play football. But yes, yeah, it's it very strange, but it was interesting. I enjoyed it. Like I didn't hate it at all. But yeah, it's it's a definitely it's it's a it's that weird middle ground stuff, which we found the same thing on um what's the what the woman in the window across the street from the girl next door or whatever the fuck I haven't that watched is. that one yet, but it looks I'm weird sorry, what? and fun. Yeah, it's the new Kirsten Bell one. Let me see if I can get the actual title because yeah, it's such a strange name. It's so it's one of those ones where it seems like the name is really meant to be like, oh, it's like the ironic twist on, you know, the woman on the third floor, the woman uh, you know, the woman um in the window, the girl who kicked the bee's nest. Yeah, yeah, all those weird, weird names, right? So you got all these shows with these weird names, and they kind of combined one on Netflix with Kristen Bell, who's fucking hilarious. But yeah, the show is the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. So when you see that big ass long title, you think it's you know like scary movie or not another teen movie or epic movie or one of those you know, ridiculous titles. And the previews on Netflix make it look really funny. When you start watching it, it's more of a like depressing drama where then Kristen Bell delivers three jokes during the weird episode and it's like playing out like it's going to be kind of a remake of a rearview window, the old Hitchcock thing where you know, you see a murder across the street and you know, you flip out like a Disturbia was one of the remakes of it that I was, was done really say well. Disturbia. Yeah, which and Disturbia was great. That was a great film. I actually think that probably is my favorite Shia LaBeouf thing he's ever done. That's one of his best movies. But yeah, so it's weird because Netflix is playing this off like it's a comedy. All the previews make it look like it's really funny. And then you watch the first episode and it's a character dealing with her husband left her because their kid died. And so now she just takes pills at home and drinks. And it's not funny. And so yeah, we watched the first episode and Jano's like, I don't think I even want to watch any more of this, much less do I like it. Like, it's just it's very strange where they're like they're targeting one audience for it and then you start watching it and like the title tells you it's a comedy. Kristen Bell in it makes you think it's going to be a comedy. The fucking all the commercials, all the the trailers that Netflix are running for, you tell you it's a comedy and you watch it you're like this is not a fucking comedy. This is like a dark drama that's got a couple of jokes in it. And so yeah, it's really weird the way they targeted this one. I don't I'm not even sure if I'm going to watch more of it. But I don't know. It's just it's very strange. So, yeah, I, home team, I think, was worth watching. Like it, was, it had some funny parts, you know, wh whatever your feelings are about Sean Payton and Bounty Gate. But like it was a funny kids football movie. The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. I'm not so sure. Because, yeah, I actually I just finished watching all of The Good Place. And so I was like, oh, a new Kristen Bell show. Cool. And, yeah, we watched this first episode yesterday. I'm like, what the fuck did we just watch? It was so weird. <laughs> Yeah, other than that, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing. Yeah, working on a little bit of artwork. Oh, yeah, and then I had uh, an awesome art supply show up. Uh, sadly, one of the things that sucks about Copics is they're so goddamn expensive. So each one of these from Dick Blick Art Studios, they're list price $7.99, and Dick Blick has them on sale. You get them for $5.85. So I got me five new uh, Copics because I'm going to be working on, kind of see it on my art desk. There's a... Uh, a Toph Beifong, 
from Avatar that I did for Sketch Day with the family a couple of weeks ago that I've been coloring with Copics, and I, I needed some more yellows, so I got some awesome yellows. But then Dick Blick also has a couple of different versions where it looks like they're trying to make kind of their own version of Copics, but they're all very different. So you have studio brush markers, so I got this floral set of all, like, purples and pinks, which I want to try. And, like, this set I think was, like, 15 bucks, where each of the Copics, like, they're even on sale, they're five eighty-five a piece. Then they also have what they call illustrator markers. This whole set of 24 was less than, I think, $20. So this is way cheaper than Copics. And then this set of what they call art markers, this set of 12 was also about, you know, like two bucks a piece instead of being five bucks a piece. So I've got three different types of Dick Blick markers that I'm going to give a shot. I'm just going to, you know, do like three or four just quick uh, ink drawings and then color them to see how these markers work in comparison to how well Copics... I mean, Copics are still, like, the best markers on the market. These things blend together better than anything in the world. These things blend almost like colored pencils do. So, I mean, there's a reason Copics are so expensive. There's a reason the Copic company has been kicking ass for years and can still charge, you know, seven damn dollars for a marker. They're fucking awesome. They work really great, and their colors are super vibrant, and they last. But I need to find something to supplement them because goddamn Copics are pricey. Yeah, so I got that big big uh, mail delivery of art supplies I'm looking forward to nice. putting some work in with. But yeah, other than that, just looking forward to the game because we got nachos coming today. We went and hit the store last night, spent $40 on uh, salsa and a big brick of Velveeta cheese and some beef and two big-ass bags of nachos, and I got a case of Dr. Pepper in there, and I never buy soda anymore. So I'm going to get fucking fired up on sugar and eat me some nachos and watch some football and a whole bunch of commercials today. Rumor has it Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer may appear during this. Now, whether those sources were right or not that I saw on Twitter, who knows? But the timing I mean, would seem about right. It's definitely possible. I mean, if it's supposed to release in May, they should have enough footage by now to show us something. I'm sure I mean, we'll... all, we, all we need is, you know, you and McGregor in a hood. Like, it doesn't even have to be on a set. He could be in a closet for all we know. And I'm sure we'll hear Vader's breathing in the background or something, too. Yeah. Yeah, we need a little, a little, a little Anakin... Doing a little, <gasps> I'm having trouble breathing. There's so much <gasps> sand here. <laughs> of course, and it gets everywhere. I mean, I guess it's a problem if you wear a respirator that if it gets everywhere, though. It's also a problem with all of your limbs are mechanical. Like he's getting coarse bits of sand inside of all of his gyros, man. That can't be fun. <laughs> it's fucking up your gears. On that note, though, I think we are going to shut things down. A friendly reminder that we do stream this show live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central over at www.geeks.live. Sometimes there's like a 30 to 40 minute delay because someone's computer blows up. In this case, it was my computer this week. So my apologies to everyone. Um, I forgot the other stuff I was going to say before we shut All this. All technical difficulties. Yeah. Before we <laughs> shut this thing down, you guys have any final thoughts you want to share with the people? I do. Uh, thanks to Panzu for joining us in the chat room again. I want to say I hope you have fun with your dick markers. I will. I've been holding on to that one. What's your dick? <laughs> oh, he's been holding yes. on to his dick and my <laughs> dick markers right the whole now. time. Uh, uh, hey, I ate the ice cream with the Viagra. What do you think I'm going to be doing with it? Blick, not dick. Blick. It says it right there. Blick, blick, hey, blick, 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 blick. Don't blick your dick. Yeah, blick dick markers. Or do. I'm not going to judge it. Maybe. You do you. That's what it all comes down to. Whatever I do in the comfort of my bedroom is up to me, man. Can I come? (laughs) No. (laughs) Not your place right now. 
Uh, you can do whatever you want once the cameras are off. Not on camera. Not on camera. <laughs> Ain't trying to see that. Yep. I don't know what's happening now. I apologize, everyone. We were doing really good, and then it just turned into all things good and dick talk at the end. And I apologize. <laughs> we'll see you all next week There's for the another title. installment of Look the show. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. <laughs>